Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is an English summary of the Majlis of Hazrat Maha Kamru Zamasab Damud Barakatuhum, which took place on Tuesday, the 4th of Shaban 2022, corresponding with the English date 8th of March 1443. This Majlis took place at the residence of Hazrat Wala Baitul Askar in Ilahabad after the Ishraq Salat. Hazardwala is speaking about the principles that we were discussing, we continue from yesterday, in the purification of the nafs. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا So, there is a good example for you in the messenger of Allah, there is a good example for you in the messenger of Allah for him who hopes to meet Allah and fears the last day and remembers Allah a lot. So a person who hopes to meet Allah, he fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he hopes to meet Allah, he fears the last day, he remembers Allah, dhikra kathir. Then too, despite all of this year, he needs the perfect example of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam so that he can purify his nafs and his soul. So yesterday, it was about uh, the necessity of the quran majid in purification of the nafs. And today we speak about the perfect example of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in purifying the nafs. So, Qala ibn Kathir rahimahullah, هذه الآية الكريمة, this verse is aslun kabirun fi ta'assi bi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam fi aqwalihi wa af'alihi wa ahwalihi. This verse is a major principle for emulating the words actions and life conditions his ahwal the conditions of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so we have to follow nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam in his words his actions and his spiritual states allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, give us the tawfiq uh, to do that now Hazrat Marana Shah Wasiullah Sahib used to quote abundantly from Tafsir Mazhari that uh, you know the ayat Ashaddu Hubban Lillah. So on, on the day of Qiyamah as well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test the believers. He'll test the munafiqeen and the kafirin as well. At that time, they, they made claims here in this dunya and they would make claims in the akhirat as well. False and fake claims. Allah ta'ala will say to them, go and jump, throw yourself headlong into the fire of Jahannam. At that time, the mu'mineen will go and at that time, the munafiqeen will sit. The mu'mineen will go. But what would be the case? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will command the fire just how he commanded the fire for Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. That kuni bardaw wa salaman ala Ibrahim. Ya Allah ta'ala will say kuni bardaw wa salaman ala muhibbeen, ala mukhlisin upon those who are the lovers of Allah, those who are sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And such a athar and state would overwhelm Hazrat Marana Shah Wasiyullah Sahib when he used to quote this uh, to us.
قال الحسن البصري رحمه الله قال قوم على عهد النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حسن بصري رحمه الله used to say he said that some people in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, what did they say? Inna nuhibbu rabbana. We love our Rabb, our sustainer. At that time, فَأَنزَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this verse. قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ Say, if you love Allah, then follow me. Allah will love you. Allah will love you. So what the sunnah, little, little, small sunnahs of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we need to make amal on it. Even that we are not making amal on it. How to enter the masjid, how to leave the masjid. With the sunnah, actual ayn-e-tazkiyah will take place. Purification. So our whole foundation here is laid on three things. Kitabullah, sunnah-e-rasul and sirat-e-salaf the Qur'an, the Sunnah, and how the Tabi'een, the Sahaba, radiyallahu ta'ala an, the Salaf, how they lived the Qur'an and the Sunnah, their lives and their practicality there. So it is the Mashur Maqula, we heard this year before as well, that the Islah of the latter part of this Ummah will only take place with the Islah upon which uh, the first part of this Ummah was based on. So what the first part of the Ummah practiced on the Sahaba in the Tabi'een, that's exactly whoever comes later thereafter, if they want Islam, they would have to follow uh, most definitely the same thing. So this Arab Alim is saying now, following Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and emulating him is a proof of the genuineness of one's love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is because following Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, walking in his footsteps and moving on his fixed course are essences of purification. It is not possible to acquire it without adopting uh, whatever Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam brought. So the sunnah, you know, there's so many kitabs on Sunnah. I have here right in front of me, Ma'arifu Sunnah. Uh, in fact, the in it are uh, many ahadith which are not even mentioned in uh, the Mishkat Sharif. You know, Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah ta'ala, completed his kitab, what, Kalimatani uh, Habibatani Ilar Rahman. However, uh, Humaydi, the Ustad of Bukhari, rahimahullah, and ended and completed his kitab on saying, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, and Allahu Akbar, ten, ten times each uh, at night before going to bed. But actually, it even ends on this year. It's so easy and it's so simple. But even many do not have uh, the ability to do this because you come and you hardly put yourself onto the bed and you fast asleep. You fast asleep. So I'm saying, I'm saying to you people, I can't even read at this time and at this age, but... Uh, the doors of tahqiq and research should be left open. You know, I'll tell you about Hazrat Maulana Habib Rahman. He said to Maulana Muhammad Ahmad Sahib, Hazrat, I'm going now, but the next time when I come, I'm going to relate uh, one hadith to you. Now, this was the Qadr. 
This was the qadr. There was so much of qadr that these elders had for the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the Arab alim is saying in every era, the chiefs of inequity have been innovating incorrect ways which claim to purify the nafs, culture the hearts and strengthen the bond with Allah and making various other claims that were these people who went astray. So what about it? They advise severing one's bonds with congregations and uh, groups and with groups and living in solitude in places of uh, uh, in dark places in dark places they prescribe repetition and certain forms of dhikr specific words which came, claim purity and culture and nurture uh, the self and various other baseless uh, claims The Arab alim thereafter goes on to say that Yaqulul Allama ibn Qayyim rahimahullah Tazkiyatun nufus As'abu min ilajil abdan Wa ashad Allama ibn Qayyim rahimahullah says The purification of the nafs Is more difficult and more arduous Than physical treatment of the body The person who tries to purify himself Through spiritual exercises Striving and solitude which was not done by the Anbiya is like a person who tries to treat himself through his own opinions. How can his opinion ever compare to the knowledge of a doctor? There is no comparison whatsoever. The messengers, listen to this part. For Rusul, Atibba'ul Qulub, the messengers are physicians of the hearts. They cannot be purified and rectified without following the path of the messengers and placing one's hands in their hands and by submitting oneself to them alone we seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assistance furthermore all actions which are not in line with the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam are flung back uh, unto the person who uh, does them Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلًا لَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ أَمْرُنَا فَهُوَ رَدٌ أَيْ مَرْدُودٌ عَلَى صَاحِبِهِ Anyone who does something which is not of our way, it is rejected. It will be flung back at him. قال السفيان ابن عيينة Imam Sufyan ibn عيينة رحمه الله تعالى says إِنَّ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ هُوَ الْمِيزَانُ الْأَكْبَرِ رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم is the greatest scale the greatest criterion everything is presented to that criterion uh, that is everything is compared to his character his life and ways whatever corresponds with it is the truth, and whatever opposes it is a falsehood. Hazratwala thereafter goes on to say and speak about the sunnats of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It was regarding every 
department and everything. A Sahabi comes, he performs Salat. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to him, Salli, fa'inna kalam tu salli. Perform your Salat. You have not performed Salat. So, we are speaking about the example and, let me put it in better words, the perfect example of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What about the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding imatatul adha, removing some, something that would inconvenience someone, something that is harmful that's in the path, you take it away, so the next person won't come and fall over it. I said this to you in the past, Hazratwala is saying, the incident that a person is coming from the distance and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha that this is the worst of the lot. This is the worst of the lot of the whole tribe. Nevertheless, the person comes. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, alana lahul kalam, spoke to him in a very soft manner. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entertained him. He leaves. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, where could she contain? She said, Oh Nabi of Allah, you said this to the, about the person before he came. When he comes, you treat him in this way. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to her, O oh Aisha, where did you ever find me harsh in words or in character? Allahu Akbar. A lady passes away. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asks about her, a slave girl. And he says that where is this lady? Sahaba say to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, she has passed away. Nabi sallallahu said, but you didn't even form, inform me that I could have joined in the janazah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam leaves and he goes to her graveside trying to fulfill her haq as well. Allahu Akbar. And a lady comes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What can we say about the awe of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? She comes there and she starts trembling. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to her, Alayka bisakina, ya miskina. Calm down, O lady. Calm down. And look what he tells her after that. She comes in front of him. She's awe-stricken. She starts trembling. She's shivering. Look at how he consoles her and look at what he says to her. To remove that awe that has overwhelmed her. What does he say to her? Don't you know? I'm that very same person, that shepherd, who used to look after the flock for the people of Makkah for a few dry pieces of bread. Now, what type of a consolation must have come to her and how much of calmness would have overcame her after that to say, no, I'm that same person. What are you stressing about? Allahu Akbar. Today, people come and they want people to become awe-stricken. They do this and they do that. And they want people to be awe-stricken. Allahu Akbar. So then the Arab Alim goes on to say, Anyone wanting to purify himself, his nafs, will have to impose compliance, emulation, and following the sunnah of Rasulullah on his self. He will have to be guarded against innovations, fabrications, and innovated ways which their proponents uh, claim to purify uh, the selves and the nafs. Nevertheless, we go on to the next 
to the next point and uh, that is of takhliya and tahliya that is of takhliya and tahliya divesting and embellishing actually what is it takhliya is when we want to purify ourselves we will uh, uh, we first have to first divest meaning the carnal self and the evil traits we have to remove the evil characteristics take it out acts of obedience sins and the list goes on after that it is tahliya to embellish to bring within ourselves the good and the noor and etc by doing acts of obedience and everything else which will draw a person closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now Hazratani rahimahullah used to say what is the suluk and tasawuf he used to say it is ta'mir al-zahir wal batin it is to establish uh, it is to make abad the inside and the outside the zahir and the batin the external and the internal how would we do that the external would be done by carrying out a'mal salihah and the internal will be with akhlaq hasana the a'mal salihah are related to the jawarih uh, the organs and the akhlaq hasana is related to the soul and to the heart now you know here uh, in this dunya the the zahir actually looks up uh, to the batin it envies the batin that i am not on your level i am doing this and that and the other on the outside but you are the heart and you are the essence and you are the greatest and you are better than me But look at this when a person goes into the akhirat the batin the internal will envy the external and how will that be when a person will come there and Allah Taala will make the organs of wudu those parts that are washed in wudu make them glow so much that the inside and the soul and the heart will actually start envying the outside because they see such noor on these uh, limbs Allahu Akbar Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah for that reason also over and above the first parts he would take washing the organs to a further extent he would take it to a further extent all in the name of this great merit and privilege which will be given to people on the day of qiyamah that i want my noor to be extended on the day of uh, qiyamah you know sometimes people say uh there's light or there's a full lit moon for four nights uh, for, 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 for four days you know four nights and after that day it is just darkness i actually changed those couplets char din ki chandni fir andheri raat meaning a moon lit a night for four nights for a short time and after that is just darkness i changed that and i say that uh four dark nights and after that only noor and only khair and only barakat meaning you have to just do a little year and after that when we pass away for eternal eternity there is only noor and khair and barakat the original and actual life of the akhirat in fact i went to some jalsa now and they were telling the students there make mehnat study hard for four years and after that for 40 years you would be okay i even say that that is too much meaning it it is much less than this if you come here by me and that's what i show you it is even much less 
than this. Somebody said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that I, I said la ilaha illallah and I'm leaving now. What happens if I become a shaheed? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said Jannah is for you. He left. He jumped onto his horse. He went. He hardly reached the battlefield. His horse went over something due to which he flew off his horse. He became shaheed and Jannah. What did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said? He said, Amaluhu qaleel wa ajruhu kathir. His deeds were little, but his rewards are tremendous. Allahu Akbar. So this is Quran. This is Hadith. We have to have Iman in it. I went. I went to Hyderabad. I went to so many other places on my safar and I have returned. And wherever I went, I said to the people, look after your youth. Look after the children. What's happening to the youth of this ummah? Do you want it that you'll be going to Jannah and your children will be going to fire hell? And I told them the instruction of the Quran. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O people of Iman. Save yourselves and your family from the fire of Jahannam. We're seeing apostasy is becoming the order of the day. See your children. Keep a tab on them. Allahu Akbar. So that you could all enter into Jannah together. So, one is Mujahada. A person makes sacrifice, etc. But I'm saying that keep your heart empty and clear and open, only connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is everything. Inni wajjahtu wajhiya lilladhi fatara samawati wal arda hanifa wa ma ana min al mushrikeen. That I have turned my attention completely and totally to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the statement of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam. Wa ma ana min al mushrikeen. I am not a mushrik. I am not a mushrik. And what happens if a person passes away after that? There is Jannah for him, nothing else. Now let us make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Bi rahmatika astaghith. O the ever-living, O that zat and being who allows others to love, Aslih li sha'ni kulla, Set straight all my matters, Wala takilni ila nafsi tarfata'in, Do not hand me over to my nafs, Even for the amount of a blink of an eye. وَلَا تَنْزِعْ مِنِّي صَالِحَ مَا أَعْطَيْتَنِي And do not take the good that you have bestowed me. Do not snatch that away from me. وَلَا تَنْزِعْ مِنِّي صَالِحَ مَا أَعْطَيْتَنِي وَلَا تَفْتِنِّي فِي مَا أَحْرَمْتَنِي And do not test me, try me in those things which you have prohibited for me. رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ بِحُرْمَةِ سَيِّدِ النَّبِيِّ الْكَرِيمُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ